Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 65 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, we talk about the one thing that everyone wants, everyone needs, yet at some point in your life, everyone has a strained relationship with. You guessed it, we talk about the money, honey. Linda Paramore is here to talk about all things money and finances. Linda not only walks us through her journey of recovery and sobriety, but she also walks us through her journey to financial freedom. In this episode, we talk about financial planning, and no, it is not just for the elite. If you have money, honey, you're going to want to listen to this. So let's get into it. Where does the time go? It is almost the holiday season. The new year is fast approaching. And if you're looking to implement healthier habits into your life, I got one question for you. Why are you waiting to the new year? Why don't we start today? With the 30 days to gain 30 day boozeless challenge, how would it feel to sleep better? to look better, to have more money in your pocket, to increase energy, to be more focused and have clarity, to be productive and happier, eat healthier, better relationships, and manage your stress in a healthier way. This holiday season, give yourself the gift of change. Give yourself the opportunity to gain everything that you've been hoping for. Don't wait to the new year to start a new you. Start today. Give yourself all of those things and more. Head over to a sobergirlsguide.com to sign up for the 30 days to gain boozeless challenge now. Oh, Linda, I am so excited to talk to you about my favorite subject. Slash, like, slash maybe not. Maybe it's like a love-hate relationship I have with money. I don't know. You would know because you are the money expert. Thank you. Yes, (laughs) yes. And it absolutely is that, the love-hate relationship. Yeah. It's like, God, like, we need this stuff to get through life. But then 
you know, it's like one of the biggest causes for anxiety, depression. So like, what the hell do we do with it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's exactly the work I do is, is kind of trying to turn around that fear because there's so much fear about money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's, I guess I'll start with the fact that money is an energy. I truly believe that money is an energy. So mm -hmm. I believe that um, when it comes to money, we've never been taught about it. So if you were anything like me, you wouldn't have been brought up in a home where money was really talked about. And if it was, it was you know, very negative, there was always like this um, negative energy surrounding it. And it just was, it was horrible. So it just, I just mm -hmm. think one of those things that people get so scared to talk about, because there's such that negative energy, that fear, there's so much shame and guilt attached to it. Because um, mm -hmm. we're all kind of winging it. <laughs> nobody knows yeah. how any, nobody knows what to do with it. So that's Absolutely. why that's why I do what I do. Yeah, it's funny that you say that, like growing up, I was never, ever taught about credit or credit right. cards or anything. My, I guess my parents and my family's motto was like, if you can't afford it, you can't have it. Perfect. That's good. Right. Well, it was good, but also like I didn't have a credit card until I was like 28. So that gotcha. kind of like screwed my credit over like. Uh, I had no idea what it was just like, like you said, a lack of talking about it, which leads to a lack of education. And then, of course, if we don't know about things, we just end up fearing them. Exactly. And there's nothing we're taught in schools. So that's one of my big mm. agendas is to get into schools because I was talking to somebody yesterday and she was like, oh, thank God I learned algebra. And I'm like, yeah, like, have you ever used algebra <laughs> since you left school? Probably yeah. not. <laughs> I'm going to go with a hard never. Never. <laughs> and like, wasn't it so stressful? And you spent so much time and energy where, yeah, we could mm. be learning about so much more. Something more practical. Exactly. And, yeah. Exactly. So how did you how did you get into this? Tell me your backstory. Sure. I know everything. Yeah. So my backstory starts with, I guess, my experience with money growing up. Um, so mm -hmm. I grew up in an alcoholic home. Both my parents were alcoholics. Um, mm -hmm. You know, thankfully, they found sobriety and grew through that. But when it comes to, you know, money and alcohol and all that good things and behaviors attached to that, there was a lot mm -hmm. of, um, I guess I could almost call it the word like it was quite traumatic at times for me um, when okay. it comes to how money was communicated in my house and that sort of thing. So Right. It, it just really wasn't a great experience for me growing up as a kid. And fast forward to, you know, when I was 16 was when I had my first drink. Um, I drank heavily for 20 years. And oh, wow. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. it was, I always knew, like, I knew my parents were alcoholics. And I went mm -hmm. to like their cakes. And I, what like I sobriety was quite celebrated in my household. And I always knew that it was probably a problem for me. But I just ignored it. I completely ignored it to be totally frank about it. And just okay. I went through my college years completely partying, I drank away my student loan, like I just and 
when I got a student loan, I got a student loan to cover every expense possible. So I maxed out as much as I could in a student loan. Um, okay. I went on academic probation, like, so kind of got kicked out of school because I was partying so hard. And then that led me back home. And yeah, mm-hmm. I continued drinking. I moved out. I, I met my husband when I was 25. Um, I got sober when I was 36. So the drinking in that time turned into um, kind of the mummy culture thing that was happening. So then it was an excuse to have like, oh, I'm a mom. Like, oh, I'm going to drink this. Oh, I'm going to have a girl's night. Oh, we're going to drink fancy wine and fancy cocktails. And Mm -hmm. yeah, come to 36. And I was like, okay, I'm super done with this. And just Mm -hmm. it was the whole I'm just finished. I'm done. Um, so got myself sober. I was working for a major financial institution in Canada, working as a financial advisor at that time. Mm-hmm. And what I realized then was that, holy crap, did my addiction bring me a ton of debt. Oh, oh my God. And, and when it comes to that debt, like I, I, I had a big realization about it actually a couple of weeks ago is that working mm-hmm. at a financial institution really helped enable me in my spending habits because God forbid you buy a $5 bottle of wine, like, or a box of wine. Um, mm-hmm. I had to buy like the best of the best wine and I was $25 a bottle and I was drinking a couple bottles a night sort of situation. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So I add up pretty quick. Oh yeah. So Mm -hmm. I, you know, we had some personal financial issues and it was just, so I realized then that, holy crap, this has brought me a lot of debt and you think I would Mm -hmm. have stopped then. But then the part of my recovery started where it was like, okay, I am sober. So now I have to like, I'm saving money, not buying wine anymore. I'm going to go and like treat myself to things. And it's going to be this, I deserve it mentality. This, oh my God, I have to, I've always been like keeping up with the Joneses. I can't say that I'm like that now, but it was like, I was, it it really escalated in the first two years of my recovery. Cause I was like, I'm sober. Like, I'm not going to worry about that. And that kind crashing down on me and it just I just needed to get freaking real with what was happening um Mm -hmm. I was really really unhappy in my job as a financial advisor I was just super unhappy and I went on a retreat um Mm -hmm. and was just sort of you know why are you so unhappy in your job? What are you going to do about it? And I was like, Oh God, I have to make decisions here. Um, so my, <laughs> my, my mentor, um, John Nickel was just like, well, you should be a money coach. And I was mm. like, Oh, okay. Like, and she goes, yeah, like we're going to do the, she recovers coaching. Like you could be a, she recovers coach and the financial. And it was just like, well, mm. I kind of feel like a fraud because I'm a financial fuck up. Like it was just like, <laughs> like, how am I supposed to be teaching people this? And somebody, right. somebody there looked at me and they said, sometimes you need to teach what you need to learn. Mm. And I was like, oh my God. And that moment for me changed my path in what I was going to do with the rest of my life. Cause I knew I wanted to support people in recovery. Recovery mm-hmm. was my jam. Like it was just like the most beautiful thing that's ever happened to me. Um, but then to level that mm-hmm. up and conquer my own demons and 
really kind of own my stuff and work on it. So before I did my um, money coaching designation, I actually um, got money coaching myself. So was, you know, had my own money coach, worked through my crap because I'm not about to try to help people heal things when it's not healed within myself. It just didn't feel in alignment with who I was. So yeah. Yeah. So I've done all my designations. I'm working on another one um, called financial recovery counselor. So it's with another money coaching um, mentor and just learning her way and kind of molding Mm -hmm. a few things together. And yeah, that's how I got to where I am today. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I want to back it up and I want to, I have a couple questions about your recovery. Yeah. How did you, how did you get sober to begin with? Like, I got, what was your process through that? Yeah. I got sober at first in AA. Okay. Yeah. That's what I knew. That's what, cause okay. my, par- my parents had gone through that. Um, so that's okay. what I knew. That's what was comfortable for me. Well, it wasn't mm-hmm. comfortable at first, but, um, that <laughs> definitely got me sober. But since okay. then, I would say I was pretty active in AA for a couple of years. And then I had a bit of a bad experience and just mm-hmm. knew that there was different modalities. So mm-hmm. I kind of dipped my feet into a lot of different things, but which yeah. I think is the beauty of what recovery is doing this these days. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, there's so many options and paths to take. It's, it's really incredible. It I mean, really is so different. You know, we all, learn in different ways. We all relate to each other differently. It's so awesome. It is so awesome. I'm so grateful. Yes. Okay. So you got physically sober and then mentally sober, let's say. Can we say that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what was like the breaking point where you're like, oh my God, like I need to stop spending money on shit. I think it came down to refinancing our house again and it was yeah like I used I think for a while there I was using I don't think I don't think I know that I was using my home as like a wallet ah yeah so and that's where that enabling piece of the finance like the financial institution came in because like if if I um, kept at a proper credit score, if I had kept up with payments, um, mm-hmm. if, you know, whatever my house was appraised at, I could borrow a certain, you know, universal limit, let's say, to right. off of my home. And that I just, I finally just maxed out what I could borrow on my home. And it was just like, what am I doing? Like both me and my husband needed a new car. We had, we had two kids, like they were, so my girls were, uh, so I've been sober five and a half years. So, um, mm-hmm. 15 and 12 when I got sober. So, okay. Um, no, 17 and 15, whatever. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it was kind of that time where it was just, okay, like you need to kind of figure this out or, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have to go bankrupt. You're going to lose your house. Like it's just like get your stuff together. Um, yeah. and, to, and, you know, I had that student loan that was still over my head, like years oh, and wow. years later, like it was just constantly like refinancing, refinancing, refinancing. And it was right. just like, I had great credit, like, but mm-hmm. I was spending like a maniac. It was, yeah. 
yeah, it was ridiculous. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. Okay. So how, I mean, that's, it's just so interesting. It just sounds, it kind of sounds like very typical American. Like, cause you know, like living in LA, like you literally just see everyone overextending themselves. Like, so like, it's if, if you have good credit or even if you have a job, it's like the world is your oyster. Like you can spend yes. till the cows came home. Yes. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, that's it. Like, cool. You've, you've, you've reached your limit. Now what? And now you get what? used to living this lifestyle, right? Yes. Yes. I, th- I think we're, and here in Canada as well, like we're kind of mm-hmm. at the point um, where that bubble is soon going to burst in regards mm-hmm. to, um, and people will have that moment. Cause I can assure you those people that are spending and spending and spending, um, Mike, I, I have clients all the time that it's like they have this, it's an addiction, spending money and buying things and having that quote unquote retail therapy is absolutely numbing out. It is for mm-hmm. sure an addictive um, personality. So that's where people in recovery, like it's that whole addiction transference that comes down to okay, well, I can't have alcohol anymore. I'm going to like try to reach for something externally. So I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to do this. And there comes a point where you're just, you can't keep up anymore. You can't, your bills start to, you know, add up. You can't sleep at night. Um, There's Mm -hmm. so much relationships fall apart. It's, oh my gosh, it's, it's so heavy. It's so heavy. Yeah. All over money all over money and it's and that's the thing that i love to really spread the message of is that a lot of times it's not it's not even really about the money it comes down to those Mm. feelings it's all about your heart it's all about those feelings it's that reaching for external things like it's that that needs the healing money is just unfortunately the drug Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I totally get a little hit if I go like shopping or I'm going shopping tonight. <laughs> but, but for a reason, it's for a purpose. I've, exactly. I've, I've got, I've got my reasons, my purposes down. Um, but I, I totally understand. I totally relate to you when you say it's an addiction. It absolutely and, is. And, you know, even just swiping that card or tapping your card and it goes through and you're approved you're like great like let's carry on (laughs) well and when it comes down to it there's like you know Mm. amazon is a beast of all beasts when it comes to that because Mm. and and the online shopping sites you're literally have all your credit card information stored there 
So like that going on the Amazon app and like buying stuff, like it's literally like I've had clients that it's almost like, um, like when you finish drinking and it's that, um, Oh, the word is escaping me right now. But when you're, you're kind of detoxing that detoxing Mm. of like, it's that addiction of reaching for that phone and being like, Oh God, I need this from Amazon. And it just turns into this rabbit hole of like craziness. Yes. Yeah. It's just so convenient. It's like so convenient. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So speaking of convenience, what do you do? Like what practices do you take today to kind of keep yourself accountable or keep yourself in check when it maybe comes to spending or or comes to your mindset around money? For sure. Uh, my main thing that I focus on the most in my daily practice, and it's part of my morning ritual, um, is, you know, gratitude is a huge thing. And, you know, there's the mm-hmm. gratitude journals that people keep of like, oh, I'm grateful for this. I actually have one specifically for money. And ah. every day, every day I choose three things and it has to be specific um, that I'm grateful for with money. Hmm. So like this morning, it was like I had the money in my bank account to make our car payment. Um, I am able to go grab a coffee before I go to this meeting today. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't remember what my third one was, but it's it's just those little things, because, again, I really believe that um, the way your mindset is around money really um, starts to create a different energy for you. So if I have a good attitude about money and if I have um, a gracious relationship with it, um, it, my day just seems a lot earlier. Sure, I still have debt that I'm paying off because debt just doesn't disappear. It's not like a little magic wand and, oh, I'm in financial recovery. I'm just going to wave my wand and what I've accumulated is gone. Like I work every day at getting that stuff paid off and I have a plan. I know my end date. I know what's happening. So Mm -hmm. another daily ritual I would use is tracking. Like I need to be, I need to be mindful. I need to understand what's going on because I just did recently, I'm creating a digital course and I did a bunch of calls um, talking to clients about it. And the one main thing that people say that they wish they could do with their finances is track it. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which made me just, again, realize that nobody's looking at what's going in and out of their account. There's no conscious connection with what's going on with their money. I have to be honest with you. I'm kind of afraid to look at my accounts. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. I I get a little bit. It, it gets a little tense in my chest when I go to log in on my phone and look at my bank accounts. I don't know why. I don't know what, like what I'm expecting or what I'm not expecting. Maybe that's the issue. I don't know. And then so, (laughs) and in saying that, is there a time where you think that you logged in and like it was, you know, a surprise to you or something like there was a lot of like anxiety around what was happening in your account? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, 
or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash ASGG. I mean, not, not really. I mean, okay. maybe there's like a little bit less than I assumed, gotcha. but nothing like, nothing like, whoa, oh my God, I can't pay this. Like nothing well, good. devastating. Um, I don't know. I guess it just makes it real. <laughs> yeah. If that makes any sense. Like, I'm like Absolutely. Oh. And I think that's where, too, I was talking about that gratitude and that gracious relationship to have with money, Um, because wouldn't that feel great if it's like you opened your online banking and it's exactly where you thought it would be because you're connected to that. And it's just sort of like you were able to think like, oh, good, like I can do this, I can do that. And then, you know, close it off and continue with your day. Like, how amazing would that feel? I mean, that would be ideal. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's just, it's really comes down to sometimes just a really um, about a shift in mindset. Yeah. Because there's such a negativity attached to it. And most people have that. And good for you for looking at your banking, because I can tell you that about 75% of the people I talk to won't even look at it. Hmm. So that tight feeling in their wow, chest okay. gets too yeah. overwhelming. And it's like, Oh, my God, okay, that piece out, I'm out of here. I'm not even gonna look at it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think like, I, I don't like going to the bank. I just don't. I just don't want to know. Yeah. I feel like it's there. It's kind of there. We use it. But I don't really want to have an intimate relationship with it. But at the yeah. same time, I'm in, I love it because I want yep. all these things and I want, you know, because money to me symbolizes freedom or gives me freedom. Yes. But it's and, almost like I'm kind of hating on my freedom. Right. <laughs> and absolutely. And wouldn't right. it be nice if we didn't have to feel like something outside of us could make us feel free? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's that, uh, that's that emotional piece. That's that. Why are, why is money dictating how free Mm -hmm. we feel? Right. I also link like money to like productivity. Yes. Which I think a lot of people do because that's like kind of how you can gauge like, Oh, are you working hard? Are you hardly working? Like, which is is ridiculous because especially nowadays you can you know create all these passive incomes and streams of income and you know you could be on the beach in Mexico and still making money. Um, Absolutely. 
But that, like you said, that emotional component to your money is really important. And I think it's, it takes a lot of work. It takes a ton of work. It's, and that's where I'm talking about that magic wand. Cause I feel like mm. every once in a while, um, you know, people will get very frustrated if we're really stuck in the process that I have. And it's yeah. kind of like, okay, well, you know, like, why, why am I not getting anywhere? Like, why don't I have a big fat savings account? And why don't I like, why am I not paying off all of my debt yet? And it's like, whoa, whoa, like, we've been right. two months into this, like, it's, it is a <laughs> process, it is, you know, and I really believe a lot of things that sometimes come with the feelings that we have about money comes from mm -hmm. that family of origin, right? So, you know, yeah. we talk about, um, you, you know, our parents were doing the best that they knew how to do. You know, mm -hmm. we're doing right now the best that we know how to do their parents, you know, and it goes back. It's that intergenerational thing where you go back to, you know, families that lived through the depression and families that had absolutely nothing and you are raised mm -hmm. in this, you know, lifestyle of not having anything. And mm -hmm. it's just, there's so, there's, uh, there's so many ways that you can go in that, but, um, there's so many feelings linked to what's happened with your family with money as well. Absolutely. Do you think that we put too much pressure or too much? When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. I don't know, like maybe put money on a pedestal to some degree. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We give money so much power. Yeah. And if Absolutely. you think, I feel that too. And if you think about it, like money doesn't really exist, which is a whole other yes. conversation. <laughs> yes. Um, so like a lot of people won't understand that comment. But when it comes down to it, it's the system that we've put in place to like trade goods, like back in the olden days. And yeah, yeah we put exactly we put it up on this pedestal and we have no idea what's really going on with it. Right. I mean, because it's just at the end of the day, it's numbers on my screen. 
exactly. it's not physical. Like I can't, it's not tangible unless I like go to the bank and withdraw it all. But like, even then it's like, okay, there's this paper. <laughs> yes. Yes. And there's mm. so much power attached to that piece of paper. Yes. Where, you know, my feeling really comes back to taking that power back and not putting it all into that piece of paper. Your life is so, you know, measurable in so many other ways. Absolutely. And that's where people tie their happiness to money. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, you know, there's sometimes some acceptance that has to go on with the situation that you're in. Um, but mm. wouldn't it be nice to like finally tap into other ways your life is happy, your children, you know, going out mm. in nature, like there's just so many different things that we're just kind of missing out on, I think, because we're so focused on that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I look at I, I, I was reading this article a couple of days ago, and it's like the happiest people in like third world countries living in like mud huts. And these people are just so happy, so joyous and free. And here we are, you know, living in these houses with heating, electricity, water, and we're still like beating our heads against the wall. We absolutely are. Yeah. And it's, I mean, this, this, this culture is just really not doing a lot of favors for us (laughs) in regards to (laughs) financial recovery or like, no wonder mm-hmm. like there's so much like anxiety and depression like we're at world right. you know it's like almost turning into a bit of a crisis like you know antidepressants mm-hmm. that whole thing like it's just sort of yeah it's we're it's, it's kind of a little bit scary but I try not to overwhelm myself with that stuff yes <laughs> so, well, okay I have another question sure I always think like you have to have a lot of money to have a financial advisor or ha- to have like a money coach. Right. What? Please debunk that. <laughs> oh God. I think that it's the complete opposite. I okay. think that like, even when I was working as like a financial advisor and now working as a money coach, I think it's when, you know, you're first starting out with money, like say, Um, Mm -hmm. Like you're 18 or 19 or whatever, and you get your first job and, you know, that's the time to sit down with someone or when you've had like a huge life event of some sort, like you're getting married, you have children, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But kind of scaling that back even more, like when you feel at the depths of despair in regards to money, that's Mm -hmm. the time you should be going in and seeking advice. Okay. And hopefully, you know, it's not when you're raking it in. (laughs) No. And of course, there's like, you want to see people to make sure that, um, you know, when it comes to investments and all that sort of stuff that you're on track for retirement, you know, there's a whole other, you know, set of things that you want to go and talk to somebody when you do actually have a lot of money. Um, But that's completely different from when you're first starting out. Or when, you know, you have a lot of financial situations that you need some advice on. Um, Mm. Because that's, you know, and financial advisor, that's a very broad term. Because when it comes down to it, some financial advisors will only deal with a lot of quote unquote money. Um, But then you have like what as I was working in the financial institution, there's a lot of um, level entry, like people in financial 
roles like that that are specifically there to help people like start their retirement fund, um, start okay. to talk to them about credit and all that sort of stuff. But um, what I've learned as well is that it's at the hand of that institution. And sometimes there is some, how do I say it? Um, there's some push on what they should talk to their customers about. So for example, okay. like I pushed credit cards, I did all that sort of stuff, which wasn't always best for people, but that's what was expected of me and my job. Gotcha. That's a whole okay. other conversation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hence why I'm doing what I'm doing today. It just feels better to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. So is there any tips that you could give uh, us listening right now? Like, what can we do today to help us with our money future or our relationship with money? I would say the gratitude is really one of my most important things. And it is something that's so simple. So, mm-hmm. you know, I would love to tell people and there will be some people that listen to this that are kind of they're wanting to take it that extra step. So that's where that tracking and mindfulness about what's actually going on in their account is so important because we really need to build a foundation to start moving forward. So we can't start moving forward. Like it's kind of like that your wheels are spinning in the mud because you're just not really sure what's going on. So once you have that foundation and that mindfulness and know where you are financially, um, that's where then that relationship really starts to build that way. Um, and okay. one of my one of my favorite things that I love to tell people is that money needs clarity. Mm. So when I say that, I mean, you know, we have financial goals, we have things we want to do. You mm-hmm. have to be really specific with money because you can't just say, oh, I want to pay off my debt because okay. then it's like, OK, well, what does that look like? You know, yeah, I want, like, I want, <laughs> exactly. Like, do you want to pay it off in five years? Do you want to pay it off? Like how much debt do you have? First of all, like mm. some people have no idea. So that's the clarity piece and the mindfulness piece. Right. And then okay. it just builds into, you know, really being specific, you know, this is how much debt I have. This is how much I can put towards it. What's my timeline. Gotcha. That's very, that's very advanced, but you know, that's where I I would love the world to get to because it's it's hard when you just oh I want to pay off my debt. Well, yeah. sure, but like what like what does that even look like? Yeah, yeah. Be specific. Okay, those yeah. are great tips. Thank you. So, if someone wanted to work with you, where could we find you? Sure, I'm at lindaparmar.com. Okay. So it lists my services on there. I do everything from one-on-one coaching because some people just like to have it where it's just me and them. Um, if their yep. money thing is um, quite precious to them, I do mm-hmm. group coaching. Um, I have a free, I just started my free Facebook group. It's called Your Money, Your Recovery. Um, nice. So I'm going to, I'm going to be doing like, um, I'm going to start a holiday challenge soon there. So when we're recording this, it's, you know, November-ish. So going to be doing a holiday challenge. I'll be doing a new year challenge, just some real free content. We're going to talk a lot about gratitude for money. I'm going to do live Q and A's. Uh, so that community is start to be building. Cause then I'm going to start my podcast called your money, your recovery. 
Amazing. Yeah, I know. I'm going to record my first one next week, so I'm excited. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, that is very exciting, and I'm so stoked. I can't wait to hear your podcast and getting your crew. Thank you. Yes, that would be amazing. Yeah, I think this is a great, I mean, this needs to be talked about. And I I think especially for women, you know, it's, it's a touchy subject. It's, it absolutely is. (laughs) It absolutely is. And especially for women in recovery, because we have all the feelings too, right? We're actually dealing with feelings in recovery. We're dealing with like, finally not, um, you know, escaping from that. And sometimes that escape comes with money. And so that's where, like you say, it needs to be talked about because there's not a lot of people that are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my favorite book, I don't know if you've read it. It's called The Science of Getting Rich. Oh, is that um, Dave Ramsey? No, it's no. actually, I think it was, it's um, by Dr. Waddles. Ooh, okay. Butchering the name. It's like an old, old book. Like it, the first edition was like in 1920. And it's, of course, oh, been wow. revived. Yeah, it's been like revised like 17 million times. But it's just, it kind of gives you permission on why you need and it's okay to have money in your life. You know, like in order to do anything in your life to the best of your ability, at some point you're going to need some money. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And so that really helped me kind of putting it in that way. It's like, okay, well, if I want to like, like say create like the best programs or the best, you know, like workbooks for people, I need a MacBook computer to do those graphics and to run these programs and to, you know, get what I want to achieve. So therefore, ta-da! I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, but it's really good. That's awesome. My favorite money book is um, called Love, A Money Story by Kate Northrup. Okay. She's very in line with my coaching strategies. She's very... so. When she talks about like um, money, a love story, she's very connected with the um, heart and money concept. Um, Mm. So if people are looking for um, kind of something to, um, obviously, I know people love to buy books in recovery. (laughs) That's a whole other (laughs) thing. Um, But, um, you know, I know the library has it, but it's um, it it for sure is one of my favorite go to's. Okay. Awesome. I love books. I love reading up on new things yes exactly okay cool you should write a book <laughs> i'm i'm getting there yes throwing it out there because you know you don't have you just don't have enough on your plate so i just thought i'd throw another thing out there <laughs> it's for sure it's in my next it's in my 2020 plan <laughs> which awesome. isn't far away which isn't far no away. we have like a month and a half <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Oh my gosh. Linda, that is so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your tips and your experience and story with us. I really appreciate it. And can you put us your your Instagram and website again so people can check you out? Yeah, for sure. So my Instagram is at Linda Parmar Coach and my website is uh, lindaparmar.com and it's P-A-R-M-A-R. Awesome. Thank you so, so much, Linda. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me on. 
That was a lot of really great information. To be honest with you, planning kind of scares the crap out of me. It makes everything real. But then I remember how I would feel if I didn't plan, if I didn't take those next steps and what I would be missing out on. If you want to take your next steps and plan a little, check out the Sober Plan of Action workbook and journal. It's available at a sobergirlsguide.com and it'll ease you into a new perspective, planning, and help you get shit done phase of your life. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Couldn't do this without you. Please like, rate, subscribe to the podcast. We love to hear your feedback. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Sober Girls Guide. The blog is always popping. Head over to asobergirlsguide.com. Check out your tips, tricks, and how-tos in sobriety and recovery. We also have a new page added to the website full of our tools. We have workbooks, our 30-day challenge, and all kinds of goodies to help you on your way. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.